0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Divorce Diaries Show podcast. I'm Michelle Traina, the host of Divorce Diaries. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about getting blown off. Not in a good way. <sighs> okay. So some updates on Divorce Diaries Show. I have officially been streaming on Amazon Prime Video. My special Michelle Traina Divorce Diaries is streaming. It's there. My comedy special, Michelle Traina Divorce Diaries, is now streaming on Amazon Prime Video. Buy it, people. Buy it. Don't rent it. Buy it. I'll be in your homes forever. Um, And if you like it, review it. I am going to be on a whirlwind of a promotional tour the next two, three months, if not forever. Um, So we're trying to use this special to keep promoting the fact that we're Filming, about to film a scripted series based off, you know, which is the Divorce Diary scripted series. But we need an investor still. So, um, I am feeling very blown off by some potential investors that were really into the idea, and and there's two in particular that I haven't heard from, and I'm I'm a little bummed. So I'm feeling blown off in my purse, my professional life a little bit by this. Sometimes investors say, or they're excited, they're into it. You have multiple meetings and you don't hear anything. And that happens in our personal life too. Obviously, you've heard me talk about it in my dating life. Mm. Cafe Bostello is in my mouth. And I get blown off by them too because I have literally, I will post every single day. It's a picture. It's a video of me with the Bostello. They still have not. <laughs> they sent me a coupon like two years ago. I'm not even joking. A coupon and I the only other thing that happened was that I was reached out by like a survey company that works for them to do a paid survey, which was hey at least that's something, but I have not yet gotten a sponsorship deal with them, I would love one, though, in the future. And um feeling a a certain way about valentine's day which is coming up i mean i feel a certain way about love all the time as i've been on this post-divorce journey looking for the quote-unquote real love of my life that's not uh you know obviously my daughter is a love of my life but you know as in the form of a partner um here's a question would you get married again now i usually say no because I don't honey, even have the smallest chance of getting divorced again. Um, but I have to say and be very truthful about who I am. I know that if I were to fall in love with a guy who was all about me and I was all about him, I would be waiting for him to propose. Um, however, uh, I don't know when that will happen, if that will happen again. And I will be very happy when and if I do find a male partner that embraces me for all of me you know, uh, my idiosyncrasies, my flaws, my beauty. Um, I've been, I've been struggling with believing people or believing men when they say they care about me or they say nice things. Like I realize I'm realizing I don't believe it. And I don't know if that's like me not believing that I deserve it or, um, maybe, maybe that's what it is. I, 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 I recently felt confused as to why somebody would care that i knew that i had from my past and i'm like why would you care like why do you care about me still um and you know their response was yes i of course still care about you and i i still don't believe it like there's a part of me that does it's just it's hard to believe and trust that somebody actually feels that way about me i don't know what the hell is wrong with me you know i had loving parents i still my dad passed but my mom you know, I have care and love in my life, but for some reason with the male relationships I have, I don't believe them. Don't the trust issues there. Um, so back to getting blown off and speaking of men, uh, when I, I was thinking about some past, uh, dating stories, like when I would date guys, right. When I got da- done with divorce, um, there was a lot of blowing off there and not in the good kind. I mean, I was doing that, but, ugh. That was a disaster the first guy that i was with after divorce i like gave him that i gave him a blowjob the first time we hung out what is wrong with me and i didn't really want to i just was like i guess this is where this is going that is so dumb fun fact i had never done that before until i met my husband when i was 23. (laughs) i was so inexperienced um anyway I mean the physical blown off too. Uh, sorry, the, the figurative. Like if I, I remember texting, if I would text with a guy, they would be super into my texts back. I'd hear a good morning. I'd hear a good night. I hear I miss you, all those stuff. But then when you would start dating them or, or hooking up with them or talking to them and you feel that fade away in the text, you know something's up. You know you're about to be blown off or things like, especially when they say they have plans or, um, I remember this guy in the very beginning of my divorce would tell me, he He was obsessed with having phone sex, not actual sex, and when we first had sex, he couldn't use the condom um that and it was embarrassing because he pretended to i know that, how does one do that um He pretended to finish in the condom, and he didn't, and I was like, "This is weird, and this was the first guy I slept with after my divorce, like, ah, okay um." And I remember saying to him, there was a couple of times where we were going to get together and he would blow me off like he was watching a movie. He was going to the movies. That was one of the the, the, one of the blow offs. He was obsessed with like the nude beaches. And when I would suggest going, he blew me off because he had a fever and his fever was like 100.3, which is a fever, you know, but still he would like give me the temperature number. I'm like, you're blowing me off, aren't you? And it's not like he showed me the thermometer. No, he just told me the number. Like I was like, he's blowing me off. Um, anyway, I, I I mean, still to this day, seven years later, I still, we all, we all feel it professionally. We get blown off personally. We get blown off. Um, we do it ourselves. You know, I I tend to take on a lot in my life and then I get overwhelmed when it comes to fruition. It comes to the time to do it. Like I said yes to having some new guests on my show because I think that it's awesome that people are reaching out to me to be on the podcast. But then I realized, but i never talked to them before and I took it on and now I'm going to, I'm going to speak with them. And I'm really excited because if, if we get a good vibe together and I have them on, like we get to share what they do in the world of divorce, but I'm t- like, it's taking things on. I don't want to blow people off but I also want to be respectful to what I'm doing as a brand, right? And if I'm not a right fit for that person or they're not a right fit for me, then we really need to pause for a second. Um, that, and that goes for personal life too. And I have been feeling so in my feelings lately. I'm always in my feelings. What am I talking about? Uh, so in my feelings about the men from my past and the being blown off after they were like, you know, this, this producer that I met a couple of years ago, he was coming to my mind a lot lately um, because we had a friendship and then we had a romance for like a couple of days when I was visiting in LA and he totally, when I got home, blew me off. And that is the nicest way I could say it. Um, It still hurts when I think about it. I still feel very bamboozled and shitty inside and used he even dedicated this well he didn't dedicate it to me but he did a podcast episode on his podcast about how he hadn't slept with a woman in two and a half years since his divorce and that he finally did he talked about the experience with me he didn't mention my name but at first i was like am i supposed to be flattered by this because it was nice that i was being brought up on his podcast you know but then i realized it was like all about him really you know and that's fine that's his podcast and at the very end, he said, he says on the episode, and and the last thing I want to say is actually to her because I think she's listening, and I wasn't listening. I I, I didn't listen to this episode for like three months after because I was so upset that he didn't want anything to do with me other than friendship. And then after we had sex, and I was like, but this is really hurting me that you did like that. You don't want anything more. He's like, well, I need space. He did that kind of shit, right? That hurt me even more so i was like i don't want to look at his stuff or listen to his podcast but what he did was he released this episode and i didn't know and he said at the very end like this is to her who i think is listening even he what did he say he was like it was so weird because he says in the in the verbiage he uses that he thinks i'm special even though he doesn't want a relationship with me it was just and the way he said it was like a buildup of like, oh my gosh, and what else is he gonna say? And then it was like, even though I don't wanna be with you. It was so weird and hurtful. And yet at at one point I think I think I um I cried because I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize he left. Like I thought it was a hidden message, like, Michelle, I'm thinking about you. But at the same time, like some of my friends listened to it. They're like, no, this is like all about him. He doesn't give a fuck about you. Um I don't know when i messaged him about it he was very cold and mean he was like i don't have time to talk to you um he actually said that i i he had i had he said i'm glad you liked the episode but i don't have time to deal with you i'm working on bigger things um i I was really hurt i still am i mean i'm still hurt i mean he was he i was bothering him because i was asking why he unfollowed my show I was like, I don't understand what I did. Why did you do that? Um, and I think it's because of the content. I think he didn't want to keep seeing it. He said, I don't follow your stuff anymore. It keeps popping up in my feed. Well, you could mute somebody. You don't have to unfollow them, but he he unfollowed me. Um, and it, it sucked, it, it really, I really felt strongly for this guy. I thought he felt strongly for me. I mean, I, when you're intimate with somebody and you feel chemistry and a lot of people have told me, well, that could be just in the moment and that's what he was doing and that's fine. I take those intimate moments that you're so passionate and you have chemistry together. And I take them and feel beyond that moment. Like I want to continue that feeling. Why would you want to desert it? I never felt like he gave it a fair shot. I felt like he was scared, but he denied that. So, and he was like, how, you can't tell me how to, you can't tell me what I'm feeling. And I'm like, you're right. But it felt that you do have feelings for me. Um, anyway, uh, I felt very blown off by my feelings, by him even responding to my text messages. He was very cold, and mean. And then when I asked him down the road, like about his STD tests, he refused to answer me that hurt really badly. Cause he knows some of my past with men who've abandoned me physically in a relationship. And, um, I mean, I think that if you, if a person asks you when the last time you were tested and you don't answer, that's pretty fucked up. um, I, I mean, regardless if he thinks I'm nuts or not, you can at least answer that. And he didn't. And I, I was having very bad anxiety about it. I was waiting for my doctor to call me back again. Like it's just a, I was fine, but it's just a routine. You do your routine checkups after you sleep with people. That's what I do. And I asked him, like, can you just let me know that you've had a test and stuff like that because I'm having anxiety and I've had a test before him. So I already knew whatever I was good to go. Good to get naked. Um. And he didn't answer. And like I said, the blowing off somebody for something like that is so ridiculously disrespectful and horrid. Like you could have just answered that and said, hey, I don't want to talk further. He didn't. So then I go to a therapy session and I tell my I tell my therapist the whole story. And she's like, well, he, you showed him your crazy side. I was like, okay, come on, doc. You know, have known me for years. Every single side of me has a tad slight hinge of cray cray. And I don't even like the word crazy because there's people that have mental health issues that are are actually not rational. Right. And, And I can joke and say the crazy thing, but like I had a moment where I was, you know, spiraling in impulsivity with text messages about like, why can't you answer me? Please, this is not fair. You know, if you're ever friends with me, please message me back. You're hurting me very badly. Like he didn't want to answer any of it. And to me, if you really had any feelings for me at any point, you could at least say, hey, I don't want to talk right now, but I, I did do a test. I'm fine. No, none of that. But I apologized like a fucking moron. I sent him a letter of apology. I sent him a gift card for fucking Christmas of this pizza place that we went to, like the dumbass, because I listened to what my therapist said. And I had missed our friendship at that point. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. We had a nice friend. We had a nice chemistry. And the thing is, when I have nice chemistry with men, I really hope that this is gonna be a relationship because I long for emotional intimacy. It's not just about holding hands in public or going out to eat. I mean, those things are nice too, but I need to have sex regularly. I need to have sex regularly. I cannot even express that. And I'm not trying to sound like, like a horn ball, but it's been missing from my life for quite some time. it is, is been missing on a regular basis for quite some time. And I know that when you get into relationship, it's not, gr- grass is not always greener on the other side, but. But I have to say there are people I've met that are in these relationships that are adventurous and fun and, and full of sex and and emotions. And like, I mean, I can't even get past the fucking start line in the last year with the men that I fell for. I can't even get past the start line and, and it, it sucks and it hurts. And it's like, I'm not putting myself out there and searching because I don't have the time and anybody that comes my way is like. By chance or by work, and everyone's like, "You cannot mix business with pleasure. You can't shit where you eat." Where the fuck else am I supposed to meet them? And and when and I when I do meet them, not associated by work. I mean, like my show, and I put myself out there, so of course people are gonna like see me, and I'm gonna talk with them. So what the fuck else am I supposed to do? Um. But this guy, and that's how he found me too. He found me on Instagram through my show. Um. But he. I think he blew me off because he felt like I was reacting too much for him. And he also just didn't want to deal with me. And it hurt. I gave him what he needed, an ego boost to get back out there and date. And it, it hurt very badly that he had to blow me off and couldn't respond to a conversation or talk to me. Um, and he used to say like, why don't you just create from it? Let's keep being friends. As long as you're not going to make it a thing that we're not together. I'm like, okay, I won't. Um, and I didn't even get that far. Like he stopped talking to me. I think, I think it was definitely my content that made him like, all right, I don't want to talk to her anymore, but, um, and, and this is where I start to think is my content, my, my podcast, my lay, stand up my, my show I, the sketches I write, is this going to be, um, always a problem for the men that I interact with? Cause I have dated some guys who are like, oh, that's awesome. Put me in it. There was a guy I dated. Uh, I went out with him for a couple dates, uh, last year and he was like, let me be in it. And I was like, all right, you say that now, but if you don't agree with something, then maybe you won't. But, um, with this producer guy and I call him the producer because he's, <clears throat> He is independently produced things, but he's also uh, um, another, he has another role, job title in Hollywood that I have mentioned before, but maybe I should keep my mouth shut because you know, you never know. Um, He, he, he took away a consulting producer that I was talking to. Like he literally took that away. He, he told me, uh, there's so many things. See, I've, I've, I've talked about this on previous episodes. There's so many things that this guy did that were fucked up. Um, I think. And he blew me off in a way that was just mean. I had I had the the dates that we had on um in LA, like the first time we met, we were on the beach and we were having such a beautiful time. We were kissing and the waves were crashing on us for for real. I I thought like, oh my god, this is really this is this makes sense. All of my worries and concerns about him when we were just friends, and like, what is this? We're gone. I felt very safe with him. I felt like I could trust him. I felt at home with him. I even wrote him a letter before I left, before he drove me to the airport that stated, you know, I think the universe is a bigger plan for us. And he texted me after he read it and said, I agree that the universe is a bigger plan for us. And that felt, felt so like, felt a lot for me, for him to even say that. And then to just do a 180 and to do hurt me in that bl- blowing me off it was the worst feeling so a lot of the times when i meet a new guy now i go back to this uh i when i, if I get a feeling like oh my god this is not going to end well i know that it's my gut telling me something's not right about the situation um and i have had that since him where it, i start to feel that way and it doesn't end well and i i don't know i've been asking god you know i i, I am very spiritual i don't like i've mentioned this before i've been also researching spiritual versus religious because i think i'm getting the two words combined together and i shouldn't do that but i'm very spiritual in my prayer practice and praying for certain things and i'm just asking for like can you get can you throw me one guy that i can have a relationship with like in the near future where i'm not crying i'm not sad i'm not contemplating my worth i mean i know i'm sure it's a lot of me that's going on that I got to do the work, but not ready to date, not ready to date after seven years of being divorced. I, look, I don't know wh- when I'm going to be ready to date. That is just another thing that I'm thinking and sad about. And I don't want to be blown off as a woman in in my relationship. I don't want to be blown off in, in work life. You know, I want an, a, an investor for our series so badly. I'm, I'm reaching out to so many different people. You get you know you get excitement and then you wake people don't respond to you and and that happens with gigs too like I was up for I'm up for a gig with New York homicide and I don't think I got it because I think I would have heard by now ah I'm just it's like such a it's like ah I don't want to get blown off so hopefully um I don't know how to deal with it what I'm dealing how I'm dealing with it is by creating that's my one way of dealing with it um So I don't know how you deal with getting blown off. Some people are just move on. Move on is simply is more, (laughs) it's easy to be, to say move on, to actually physically move on. I can't just turn the switch off. Um, For me, the switch stays on and flickers. Even when I think it's off, it's like, whoop, my backup, you know? I, I hate, I remember even in the beginning stages, the first couple of years after being divorced of like a guy was super into me and then maybe something happened, uh, or they just started to flicker out where the text messages weren't as heavy. They weren't engaging with your flirty comments. That's the worst. When they don't engage with your flirty comments, it, and you still have feelings for them. It's like, ugh. And then, then you don't like yourself because you're like, why are you talking to this guy who won't even like text you back a response to a hot picture you just sent him or, you know, you alluded to something, but it's like, you know what, that's where they're at. You have to respect that. Uh, Comedian Michelle wants to be like, fuck you, jerk off, pick up your goddamn fucking phone, take your fat fingers and text me something other than a fucking acronym. Oh, the acronyms piss me off. Anybody else? Like, just say hello. Say goodbye, write out thank you, Uh, write out good morning. I mean, come on. I I am like OCD when if I like a person, I wanna spend hours texting with you, but that sucks because then it distracts me. So I've been trying to not do that and stay focused. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Like this morning I laid in bed, my neck is still pulled and hurting, but I finally went to the doctor got some, uh, uh, anti-inflammatory some muscle relaxer for night. And I have some Ben Gay with lidocaine on. So I'm feeling myself. Um, and I was like laying in bed this morning. I missed my 5am writers club fucking asshole that I am because I was, uh, well, I was finally feeling like I got sleep last night. And also I was thinking about somebody in my past that I really wish it would have worked out with or at least worked out to an extent, you know, where I could have, you know, spent more time with them and, you know, physically it's hard to like let go of certain things. I mean, physically with the physical attention, you know, physical and emotional attention. When I slept with my ex-boyfriend last year, it was physical and it wasn't like, my emotional door opened up again a little bit, but it was just not like, I couldn't get off right away. I mean it was like I had to talk to him before I could get off. I couldn't like play with yourself. I'm coming over. That's what he said. And I was like, Oh my God. Um, But I, you know, that emotional, physical connection is needed. So I was just laying in bed this morning, like, ugh, how much longer, but I know I need to fucking be stronger and just get, get it together. Michelle, there's other things at play. Touch yourself at night. Um, All right. With that note, I am not going to blow myself off though. I'm going to keep on going I'm gonna try my hardest to not blow anybody else off if they come and ask me a question, which is why I want to give opportunities to um expand um give opportunities. I want to make sure that if if I'm not feeling somebody's the right fit for me that I, I give them the attention they deserve and I don't just like push them or brush them away. Um, but the worst is when someone's like, Oh yeah, I am interested. And then they blow you off. That's the fucking worst professionally, professionally. I hate when that happens and you can't do shit about it because that's what the fucking entertainment business is. All right, guys, I am performing in Philly, February 14th, Valentine's day. Um, it's an event brought to you by the Jewish singles radio. Um, like I said, I am single. So join me there, it's a $40 ticket, that includes food, comedy. It's gonna be a blast. You can get the tickets on my website, divorcedariyshow.com, michelletrina.com, or you could go to Jewish Singles Radio. Um, they're on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm gonna put the link for the tickets also in this the description uh for the podcast in my youtube channel and everywhere i want to see you there i want to make this the best valentine's for singles out there yet um, and then there's more Divorce Diaries shows coming up. I'm performing in Punta Gorda, Florida next on March 23rd and 24th with Divorce Diaries. That's the next Divorce Diaries show. And then in February, like I said, Valentine's Day. And there's other some other stand-up gigs I'm doing. And then on um, Mother's Day weekend, I'm in Cuyahoga Falls. So you got Valentine's Day, Philly. You've got, I'm in Long Island, February 22nd, performing at a stand-up show uh, in Valley Stream. I am performing March 24th and 25th in Punta Gorda, Florida at the Library Comedy Club. And then Utica is now in April. They moved me around a little bit. I think it's going to be April 7th and 8th in Utica. And then we have um, May 13th, uh, excuse me, May 12th and 13th in Cuyahoga Falls, and stay tuned for more. I'm still waiting on a couple other contracts to give you guys a go ahead because guess what, Boston? I think I'm coming to you too. All right. Love you guys. Stay tuned for more divorce diary show. I'm Michelle Traina and keep living your happily divorced after.